This is DDS. From the DDS studios, we are your hosts, Blake and Bradley Newberry, and the man, Matthew Two-Tone Blue Parker. Parker, it's time to get into some NFL action. Let's do it, baby. We're only a couple of weeks away. I can smell it. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the 2022 AFC East Prediction Show. Blake, do you want to tell them anything about the channel? Absolutely, guys. While we're here, it's quick, it's easy, it's free. It's really a big favor for us. If you'll go down below there, hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube. Give us a rumble on Rumble. Follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. And you can download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Gentlemen, where are we going to start? We are going to start with the AFC East Defending champions, the Buffalo Bills. Coach Sean McDermott led this team to 11 and 6 record last year. Parker, my one thing that I wrote down here at the beginning was 13 seconds. 13 seconds and an overtime coin toss. That playoff game, their number one scoring defense went to hell in a handbasket in 13 seconds. What are your initial thoughts about last year's team? They were overrated. Uh, the defense, <laughs> I, I can prove it. You just said it. The defense, the number one scoring defense. <laughs> People point to Buffalo as the best defense, and I will tell you that is absolute nonsense. Last year, they played the easiest offenses of the league, and five times they saw the backup or third-string quarterback for another team. That's 29% of their schedule they saw the backup or third-string guy. The best offenses they played, the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Colts, gave up 20, 33, 41, and let's not forget the juggernaut here in Nashville, the Titans dropped 34 on them. I mean, what else can you say there? Whenever they face stiff competition, they just couldn't stand up to it. So I, I don't know if there's anything more to say about that defense. I, I tend to agree with Parker that that defense could have been overrated last year. It probably was. And so therein, they tried to address it here in the offseason by signing Von Miller to a six-year, $120 million deal. In the draft, they went down to Gainesville, Florida, and got uh, Kair Elam, cornerback. Do you like the moves? I just think it was kind of necessary. I mean, they're they're doing they're they're moving. They realized that they did not have the team they needed, right? So they went out and got Von Miller, which was a great signing. But even last year, we watched the Rams. He was the man in the playoffs. But until they got down that stretch, yeah, you know, play a little bit of a protect me type business. And Elam could be great, but man, he's a rookie, you know. Like, and you're going from playing in the swamp to playing in Buffalo. Get used to that, right? <laughs> totally I mean. Uh, it's a totally different thing. And you mentioned Mahomes. I just can't stress on how much I think this defense was over overrated because they've lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs for two consecutive years. And in those two games, Mahomes has nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, and more than 700 yards passing. Yeah. I mean, this team, when you think of their offensive makeup, it starts with their quarterback, Blake's keeper in fantasy football, Josh yeah. Allen. Last year, he completed – he came back down, as Parker predicted last year. 
His completion percentage came back down to 63%, over 4,400 yards passing, 36 touchdowns, 15 picks. I mean, they've got the quarterback, right? Yeah, I think they got the quarterback. I, I look, I you can tell that they're trying to build this roster, but you know, are they going to be able to get it all together at the right time? We mentioned the holes on defense that are there. You know, do we really have weapons for him here on offense too to to complement him, or is he going to have to carry the load? As it seems like that's what kind of the game plan is. Parker, I think he's got weapons, but tell us more about the depleted who knows running back room. Well, they did sign. They did not sign. They did draft. You know, James uh, Cook. Yeah, Dalvin's little, little brother, right? And Singletary, as bad as he's been over the years for the last four weeks, he was the number one fantasy quarter running back. So I mean, that makes it look good there. Zach Moss, and he could be in the mix. Like the, <laughs> he, he's getting some training camp buzz. But what I think is such a huge loss for this team offensively is 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 Dayball. That's right. The OC it, it, is gone. He went to the Giants. Yeah. And the new OC has never been an offensive coordinator ever. Ken Dorsey's the new guy. And can Ken Dorsey hold off what, what the coach wants to do? Because the coach wants to run the ball. Dayball was like a, a enough of a, of a man to be like, no, this is what we're doing. We've got Josh Allen. Let's Josh Allen be Josh Allen. Is that going to happen? Because I think this team wants to run the ball. It feels like it's going to have to be by committee. And by committee, Blake, that's going to put your fantasy quarterback on the run. I was going to say by committee in, means that's going to include yes. Josh Allen being part of the run game, which, you know, he's already such a huge part of it. I, it makes me nervous as a fantasy guy that looking at him, you know, he's my, my quarterback. And I'm like, dude, go down, go down. <laughs> but he does have some weapons at receiver. I mean, yes. and who? so like, they locked they this is going to be such an interesting year with receivers right the the bills decided to do what the titans and the chiefs and the packers all decided not to do they gave the, their guy the money instead of trading him away and i think there it's probably worth it cuz josh allen was terrible before stefan diggs stefan diggs shows up and he just magically is amazing that next year oh yeah diggs last year another fantastic season over 1200 yards 10 touchdowns, the breakout wide receiver from that playoff games, Gabriel Davis. Gabe Dave, baby. Four touchdowns, one game. Yes, over 200 yards. I hate that game because I wanted to draft him high, but that just made him go way too high in fantasy drafts. (laughs) That's clearly, uh, it looks like it could be a solid number two. And if they're going to be rolling double coverage over there on digs, then, I mean, you'll either have Davis or, gosh, they can slip the tight end knocks out out of the line too. And Isaiah McKenzie, a rookie that they've drafted, is doing really well. And I want to hammer this home about why I think they're going to run this because I can't oversell the loss of Brian Dayball. I mean, he was the hottest name in in coaching, and the Giants landed, and we've got more on that later. But under his play calling, the Bills punted less than any other team. during While he was there, the Bills punted less than anyone. He was aggressive, and I really think this t- team is trending down. They, they faced the easiest schedule of defenses last year to be able to, to do all this. And another reason why I think that they're really trying to run the ball, because they're telling us they're trying to run the ball. They they drafted a running back high. They signed Roger Saffold and David Quisenberry. We know these guys both stink at pass defense, but they're both elite at run defense. Or defense, I'm sorry, at run protection. Um, it just everything they're doing to me says we are going to run the ball I just 
I really think this team's going to take a step back on both sides of the ball. Oh, Newberry. Now they mentioned your favorite player in the entire NFL, Quessenberry. I had to take a drink of the red cup when he said Quessenberry. Are you going to, do you have a comment there? I don't don't know if Buffalo's ready for this. The first time they see him, Ole and free runner on Josh Allen. But, but I mean, like Parker said, (laughs) if it's a run block play, maybe he gets to be the aggressor. I don't know, but I saw him falling down a lot in pass pro last year. Oh no, pass pro, he was, he was bad. But his he was so good at he was I mean like elite like top three elite at running uh, at, at run blocking like that's how good he was and Saffold's just over the hill I mean yeah they just just an yeah. old guy man I like the guy I thought he was good for his time but Titans kind of got what they needed out of him Hey, real quick segue you mentioned punt they made it official yes. the punt god. It's the only thing to like in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Averaging 85 yards per punt. You may not know where it's going. You may, I mean, it may go out of bounds. It may fly over your head. But, hey, they're going to be teasing us at the touchback record because the dude can do it from the other 20. It's absolutely That's incredible. awesome. I mean, just Google Matterize a punt god and just have fun on YouTube. they were the only team in the nfl last year to allow less than 300 points in the regular season but by god i can't get that playoff game out of my head man i mean it was an epic game it was one of those games that you i mean everybody knew how it was going to play out i mean you're sitting there watching it and they're just slugging back and forth and you're watching and you're like dude whoever has the ball last is going to win and Whoever the, wins the coin toss in extra in, in extra time is going to win. And it, by God, I that's what happened. happened. I mean, to, to Bradley's point, the under 300 points, but I still would come back and say 29% of their games were against the team's backup or third-string quarterback. 29%. That's a lot. Before we give the predictions, any final thoughts or notes on this year's team? They have to... If they want to go to the Super Bowl, they are the Super Bowl favorites, by, by the way, if you go out to Vegas. But for them to go to the Super Bowl, at least they were last time I looked, them to go to the Super Bowl, they have to get the number one seed. Like, to go through Buffalo is a real home-filled advantage. You know, fans throwing empty beer cans at you, setting stuff on fire, whatever. It's cold. No one yeah, wants to be. that time of year, it's going to be freezing cold, too. Yeah, no one wants to do that. Like they have to get that. If they if they're not at home, they don't stand a chance to get to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. And I, I'll jump off the the bandwagon or jump off here and give you my prediction. Uh, I think this team does exactly the same thing they did last year. I Ooh. think they're eleven and six. I actually I went back from ten and seven to eleven and six, back and forth, back and yeah. forth, and then just the Josh Allen factor got me to the level. Well, last year you predicted uh, ten and seven. They went 11 and six. So you're right in that same ballpark as what you were thinking last year. Blake, last year, you were pretty bullish. You had them at 13 and four. What do you think about this team? Uh, I I like the makeup of this team. I like some of the moves that they're making. Uh, I look at their schedule and the division they play in, quite frankly. They're going to win. They're going to win quite a few games here. Um, I am still quite bullish on them. Uh, and I'm going to repeat from last year. I'm going 13 and four. Okay. Um, last year I had them in 11 and six. Why change? I got it perfectly right last year. I'm going Buffalo 11 and six there you go. again this year, and they will win the division, but that won't keep us from talking about the rest. Blake, 
Let's go to Miami, the Miami Dolphins. South Beach. Miami in the house. Last year, they went nine and eight. This year, they have a new head coach, Mike McDaniel. Parker, listen to this fact. They were the first team in NFL history to have both a seven-game winning streak and a seven-game losing streak in the same season. I did not know that one. That's that's a good one. And what when you think of Miami, do you guys think of historically bad team? Because I don't, but maybe we should. Because speaking of streaks, they've had 21 seasons without winning a playoff game. 29 without going to a conference championship. And I just, I, I don't know. When I was doing some research on them, it didn't sink into me that this team has been bad for a really long time. I think a lot of the stories, Blake, that I initially think about and looking back at last season, mm-hmm. I think about the head coach that's now gone mm-hmm. saying that he was offered 100K per loss by the owner. Some shenanigans. <laughs> may or may not have been true, apparently. Uh, and of course, I got to think about when they went over to London and got that ass kicked by the Jaguars. Ain't nobody go to London and beat the Jags. <laughs> Maybe the Jags should move to London. Just saying. Okay. I got no allegiance to Jacksonville, the city. But uh, any any thoughts about last year? Are you looking ahead to this year Man, and the story is Tua? Uh, like Parker said, I mean, they've just been bad for so long um, that it's hard for me to really get excited about anything. I know that they've – they look, they have surrounded Tua this year with a lot of really good weapons. They're going to make him prove whether he's the guy down there or not. You know, we got the cheetah, got Waddle, we got Cedric Wilson. He's got a lot of weapons to throw to, but it, the pressure's on him now. It's time to put up or shut up. It's time to shit or get off the pot. What do you think about their additions, Parker? Guys, I did this last year. And I'm going to do it again because he got hurt last year. This year he's two years off of a major, major injury. I'm here to pledge my allegiance to Tua. Because I absolutely believe in him this year. Their additions, as you said, they're the fastest team in the league. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Gasecki, Mostert from the running back. I mean, they are just lightning fast. And the biggest addition of all is it, is it those guys. The biggest addition is their offensive line additions. Last year, they were not just the worst in football. They were historically worse. They were so bad. They faced one of the worst pass rushes in the entire league and still got absolutely crushed. So PFF, which grades stuff from a zero to a 100. Tua, playing from a clean pocket, scored an 83.6, which is high. But from under pressure, he had a 34. Of qualifying quarterbacks, Tua had the least amount of time to throw before being pressured, an average of 2.2 seconds, and they go out there and they get maybe the left best left tackle in football. Connor Williams upgrading that offensive line. uh, Big deal. It's a big deal. I think that both lines, offensive line, defensive line, when I call them the not the sexy players, but very important when you're talking about football. Yeah, I mean, you look back at last year, golly, and Tua was just, he was on his back a lot. I'll give him that. Uh, but I'm, I don't know that I'm sold yet, just yet. I mean, am I sold on Tua as an NFL quarterback? That is a question I have to answer. 
They only averaged 20.1 points per game. That was only good for uh, 22nd in the Mm. NFL. Uh, Offensive efficiency has to come up if you want to see more wins, Parker. And it's going to. They're bringing in Mike McDaniel. They're going to be the 49ers East. Uh, This guy is the mastermind behind Kyle Shanahan. I mean, Kyle Shanahan has said that himself. I think this offense is going to look totally different. Although they brought in Tyreek and they've got Waddle, get ready to see him run. Literally, think 49ers, apply that to uh to Miami. It, it's gonna be night and day difference down there offensively. Because this uh, dude, freaking Jimmy Garoppolo under this offense in his last two seasons that he was healthy, went to a Super Bowl and went to an NFC NFC championship. And you're telling me Tua can't do what Jimmy G does? So we just talked about Buffalo and their running back room. What do they have? They have Chase Edmonds this year. What's yes? What's their- Chase Edmonds. They got Raheem Mostert, and they got Sony Michelle. And don't okay. sleep on Sony, man. Last year They're for the Rams. Yes, it's and hey, think about that Forty ers right? Who do they have? You can name like six running backs out there. <laughs> well, that's true. That's very true. Now, uh, very underrated. We've talked about all their speed, but. Be careful. Sneaky tight end. Jacecki, 73 receptions last year. Definitely more than Austin Hooper is going to have this year. 780 I, yards, two touchdowns. Yes? I will bet you right now that Mike Gusecki has less than Austin Hooper. No, I'm good with my bet. Our bet by everyone out there watching was Austin Hooper over under 80 receptions. I went <laughs> under. <laughs> I thought it was 800 at this point. We'll have to go back and watch the tape. But You're I right, though. He is yeah. fast. He's I really want to talk about defense. <laughs> they added Melvin Ingram in the offseason. They're kind of just middle of the pack. Uh, they finished uh, 16th in the NFL, allowing 21.9 points per game. Um, I think their star, I would assume, is their cornerback, Xavier Howard, right? Five Ab- picks. Absolutely. Uh, and and I'm with you defensively. Man, this, is what's the, this is the interesting part of this team, right? They went out and got a new coach. What does a new coach do when they come in, right? They clean house. But not this one. It's an unusual move. They actually kept the defensive coordinator, and it's smart because this defense is built very to run an ex- a very specific type of defense that this coordinator runs. So after another year with the elite corners, like you said, I mean, this could push them up from that 16 level to that 7-8 level. And I apologize. I didn't mention the leading sack master for the Dolphins, Blake. The sack master. Nine sacks. Emmanuel Agba. Nicknamed the Nigerian Nightmare. <laughs> oh, boy. He's going to be bringing nightmares to the AFC East. Okay. Can I change my name to that right now? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. All right. Prediction time. Let's we'll see. Blake, last year you were right in the middle of the road, 9-8, and eight, exactly what their record was. What are your feelings about this year's squad? So, again, the question for me is, is two of the guys. You know, re- they've, they've revamped again. Here we go. I th- I view Miami as being in a place where some of these other teams have been where they're going to they're gonna make a decision. Are they going to fall into irrelevancy or are they going to try to step back up and get back in the mix? Guys, I don't think two is the guy. I don't care how many great receivers you put around him. I don't care, I don't care how great his defense is. I don't think he's the guy down there in South Beach. I got him going. Seven and nine. Oh, last year I had them at nine, nine and eight, nine and eight as well. 
I'm going a just a one game tick down, and it has a little bit to do with their schedule and the lack of confidence in to uh, can they put all the pieces together? Can they gel together? I don't know. I'm gonna go Miami eight and nine. You missed the playoffs, Parker. What do you think? This coach, y'all, last year took Jimmy G under this offense to an NFC championship game. Let's just remember that. I think two is the guy. I don't care if he is the guy. I, I really think this offense is, is just runs well for uh, for any quarterback that's there. They've lost seven straight games to the Bills. This year, they're going to get that monkey off their back. Ten and seven because of their stretch in the second half of the season is really difficult. Yep. I am this close to picking them to beat the Bills. You did pick them last year. You picked them 11 and six. I did. I was yeah, here to want them to take this. AFC so bad. You wanted it last year too. I thought Tua was going to be the guy last year, but he got hurt. I did. I really should have assessed more of these type of major injuries. It's not the year after. It's the year after the year. It's the two year removed. We see that. Hopefully this year with Saquon, a lot of these guys, they're not right that next year. So I'm banking on that this year. All right. Seven and ten, by the way, not seven and nine for me. Seven and ten. Sorry. That's still hard to get used to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I, so I have hard because I'm counting wins, not <laughs> losses. Yeah, so we're moving on to the New York Jets. Now, this team finished four and thirteen behind rookie head coach Robert Sala last year. The offense was absolutely horrible. The defense was even worse, statistically <laughs> last in the NFL. But Blake, this team. They had just as many wins as their quarterback had run-ins with his mommy's friend. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's like, you know, when the when when the best talking point about an NFL team oh. is how, you know, uh, the quarterback is going after Stifler's mom, uh, I don't know that that's a positive thing. I mean, look, it's great for locker room camaraderie, but golly. I don't I don't I really don't have a lot of positive things to say about this Jets team other than the fact that they just continue to be a W on most people's radars. Well, what were your thoughts about them last year before we look ahead to this year, Parker? I mean, Zach Zach Wilson's a story, right? And by the way, as soon as that story came out about Zach Wilson, I'm like, <laughs> I'm all in, baby. Sign me up. Let's some team Zach Wilson. But that's what it's about. Like he had some flashes. He did beat the number one seed Tennessee Titans and the AFC Championship Bengals. Yes, like, he did. Uh, like so, he did have two big time. <clears throat> you know, he beat uh, Trevor. Wins. That's who's he going to be compared to for the most of his career? Yeah, you're <laughs> right. But it, the story, Zach Wilson. I mean, yes, the defense was ad, absolutely dreadful. Their pass defense last year was dead last in long passes allowed. There were 30th interceptions and passing percentage allowed. So you're right. Everything about this team was awful, but they did add a lot of weapons. I was going to say, so what did they do about it? We saw it right away in the draft, right, Parker? Yes. Yes, we did. They took Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati, who has never given up a touchdown in his college career, which blows my mind. Brought in DJ Reed. They drafted Jermaine Johnson from Florida State, who was rumored that they liked in the top 10. So they really addressed this. And Sala is a defensive guy. This yes, defense is going to it's going to get right. And they, they didn't. Ignore the offensive side, Blake. They brought in uh, Uzama, tight end from Cincinnati. They got the pro bowler guard, Tomlinson, coming in. And then the rookies, you know, you like Garrett Wilson. Running back, Brees Hall's in there. 
They've got some weapons. I mean, we're recording this after we've learned about the quarterback's injury in the preseason. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to trot Flacco out there, but I mean, the rumor is that he's probably starting game one. And oddly enough, it could be an upgrade at that position. There are even Oof. wide receivers, including um, Garrett Wilson. That's who it was. Garrett Wilson, on record, came out and said that the balls that Flacco throws are more catchable because he has like a you know he, not throwing it 100 miles an hour from five yards away. And when I like say that to myself out loud, like it could be an upgrade with Joe Flacco. Does that what does that mean? say? What is is he that, done? Right. I mean, that's that's not a good indictment on your that's what second I'm saying. overall pick in last year's draft. That's what I'm saying, man. Yuck. Look, man, this team's still terrible. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. They're still terrible. So what's your prediction? Let's see. Last year, Blake, you went uh, five and twelve last year. You think they wouldn't you know? Looky here how consistent I am. Okay. Five and 12 again. They're going to be dropping lawnmowers on people in the stands like they always do. They're jetsing it up. Oh, Five and 12. I, uh, I guess I disrespected them by guessing three and 14 last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was only one game off. So, I mean, uh, this year, even with the Becton out for the year with an injury, the quarterback questionable at best. I'm going to give them five. I'm going five and 11. Guys, this team really did upgrade. You touched on it with the wide receivers. They have three top 60 picks at receivers over the last two seasons. Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis should be their third. I mean, that's that's a good that's a good team, right? Their offensive line, even with the injury, could be top 10. Everything's upgraded. I just want to give you a quick stat about why Zach Wilson might have been as bad as he was last year. He was so slow to throw. 30 fourth in the time it took to throw which is like a half a second faster than Kenny Pickett I mean not only was he slow to get rid of the ball he wasn't accurate like he hit around 55% of his passes that's below 55% I mean that's below Trevor Simeon below Taysom Hill Darnold Drew Locke he's literally behind every single full-time starting quarterback that's why I say Joe Flacco Maybe an upgrade. And with that, I'm going to go with 6 and 11. All right. Yeah. Zach Wilson, 55% passing, 2,334 yards, nine touchdowns to 11 picks. What I see there is 9 1 1. He needs help. (laughs) (laughs) The the Jets need help. Oh, God. But anyway, let's round out this AFC's prediction show by going to the New England Patriots. This team finished 10 and 7 behind Coach Bill Belichick. That he had both a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. But it finished in ugly fashion, Parker. They lost four out of the last five games and uh not leaving a good taste in New England. Yo, this seems bad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like if it, if if I, I literally have it written down here, if Bill Belichick wasn't the head coach of this team. I would say this is a five-win team. Like that, they are awful. And, and what are, did they do, Blake? What did they do in the draft? What did they do in the offseason? I, I mean, that's kind of the story. Like a lot of really questionable offseason moves, right? I mean, or we, lack thereof. We said it was very strange. Yeah, pun intended. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Not not go for it, Parker. No, I was just saying you're very strict. Cole Strange, Tyquan Thornton, Marcus Jones, Jack Jones. The problem wasn't that they drafted these players. The problem's where they drafted. Where? Yeah. Yeah. Draft value, right? Like I be sitting in my man cave shouldn't be able to tell you like draft strategy to an NFL GM that's won seven six Super Bowls. Uh, it just like take the whip keys away from grandpa. Don't let him drive the car anymore. Let him coach the team. And you could have had these players just all around later and still taking somebody, you know, worth the first round pick. You know, there's that all, may be the problem. Well, that's the thing. There's there's been so much made of the Patriot way. You know, this is the Patriot way. We do it our whatever. That's really gonna be tested this year, just with these really strange, like we said, pun intended, uh decisions in the offseason. Maybe one of the strangest is he just said, you know, giving grandpa the keys back to the car. And I think one of the most fascinating stories is this offensive coordinator thing going back and forth. Who's going to lead the offense? Is it Bill? Is it Waterboy over here? Is it, it can't be Mac Jones. No. Well, I mean, and and that OC was, that was kind of his guiding light. Daniels is gone. I know that was the guy that was holding him together in my opinion. You know, he was kind of what he leaned on whenever he had, you know, questions and, and concerns. And now it's like, now I got to go straight to the principal to be able to ask a question. Yeah, I, I don't know what this offense is. The offensive coordinator is probably Matt Patricia, who is a defensive <laughs> I coach. I've never done it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, the rumor out of beat reports in New England is, this is a very Belichick thing, is that is that uh, Patricia will have, he's the OC, but since... He was the coach in Detroit. If he doesn't get an offensive coordinator or a coaching job, that Detroit has to pick up part of the salary. So that's why they're not naming him. It's this weird, weird thing that's going on with New England. But I, I don't, I don't know what it is. And, and during training camp, the offense is getting owned, like, and by maybe not a great defense this year. I see these beat reports almost every day. I mean, who are the receivers? They're not getting separation. And this team has been the model of consistency, y'all. This team has won double-digit games in 18 of the last 19 seasons. And the one season they didn't was with a washed-up Cam Newton and Jared Stidham at quarterback. And they brought in Devontae Parker. I mean, but, I mean, but they let go of so many people. I mean, they look on the defensive side, their best cornerback's gone and J.C. Jackson. Yes, J.C. Jackson. Also, linebacker Kyle Van Noy. Both to the Chargers, wink, wink. We'll get to that one at some point. <laughs> and they're both elite in coverage. And now, good luck covering these. These, uh, I mean, Bills, these, the Dolphins, just in this division, right? Yeah, the tight ends, man. Get these linebackers. Yeah. One of their leading t- linebacker is Jawan Bentley. He's two hundred and sixty pounds. Good luck with Gasecki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I heard your point earlier was if it wasn't for Coach. How much differently would we think? I mean, we're probably boosting it by three or four wins. I was gonna. I, you're pretty accurate there. <laughs> so you're pretty accurate. Any last thoughts before we get to the predictions? I will say the one thing I do like about this team is the running backs. I think they have two running backs and Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevens that could probably start for most teams. Um, and there is rumors that they're trying to move Harris. Blake, mm. do you like their tight ends? Janu. Hunter Henry. Everybody knows our well, opinions. I think Hunter on Hen- did Hunter Henry have like twelve catches and nine of them for touchdowns last year. I mean, it's just- I mean look, I, I, I'm still sour about Johnu. I still am. I still want Johnu to come back. They don't know, they don't know to how to use him. No, they. Uh, well, look. I mean, that's 
but still, I don't hate Janu for that. And now they don't have an offensive coordinator. I know. So <laughs> bad decision, Janu. I mean, t- hey, good for him. He got paid, right? I guess. I but guess, hey, yeah. but they do they do not use him. Like literally. No. no. Nope. So last year Blake went uh nine and eight right in the middle of the road. What are your thoughts about this year's squad? This year I'm flipping that number. I'm going eight and nine, and I am boosting that just because I I figure that Belichick's going to scheme his way into a couple wins that maybe he shouldn't get. Blake, I mean Parker, you also went nine and eight last year. You sticking around the same? Uh, seven and ten. I think they're. I, I really think this seems bad. I mean, yeah. legit bad. I went eight and nine last year, and um, I'm even more down on them this year. I mean, as much positive that you saw at times out of Mac Jones. I just, I can't. And, and their schedule doesn't look that great. I'm going, I'm going seven and 10. Not enough blue chip uh, players there. Not making know, the playoffs. Sorry. Too many questions. That's the 2022 AFC East prediction. Absolutely guys. We really appreciate you guys joining us here for our AFC East prediction show. We encourage you to go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button down below. Give us a rumble on Rumble. Check us out on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. And you can download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Gentlemen, final thoughts. I'm just going to stick with this one last time. AJ Brown, get off Twitter. Like, I see him retweeting people that aren't even tagging him, which means he's searching his name out on Twitter. Like, it's just not going to work in Philly, buddy. Like, I, I want you to be good, and I have you on too many fantasy teams for you to get in your head when you have a bad game. Delete it and just go play. My final thought is, Zach Wilson, you conducted your business better than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> All I know is that the Patriot way is going to be going the wrong way this year. They're going to start their skid. But I also know this, it is two-tone blue all the way. You guys be well.